You're listening to The Dilly Show with author Brendan Dilly, now available as a daily podcast. You can catch the show live Monday through Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern. Go to dillyshow.com for details. And now, your host, Brendan Dilly. Good morning, Mago. Welcome to The Dilly Show. I am your host, author Brendan Dilly. It's my book right here, still breathing. The wisdom and teachings of a perfectly flawed man. You can pick that up on Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, or any other major book retailer. Also, if you guys love this show, please support this show. Don't be a broke bitch. Head on over to Subscribestar.com forward slash The Dilly Show. No more Dilly welfare for five bucks a month. You can make sure you're contributing to your favorite broadcast that doesn't ask for any payment. We are not behind a paywall. But we do ask that our community make sure that they are supporting and uh, showing out. So I appreciate every single one of you that have been with me through the years. I, uh, it's been a tremendous honor. But I also want you to understand that this is something we are self-funded. And being self-funded uh, is critical to maintaining freedom. Which is why I can still come on the air and say the shit that I do. Because I am not funded by them. I am funded by you. Subscribestar.com forward slash the dilly show and if you love the show you can download it for free in podcast format you just go to bit.ly forward slash dilly show that's bit.ly forward slash dilly show and that's where you can go uh courtesy of magical producer trevor who continues to crush it to download this show in that podcast format uh and it's available pretty much in every single format for podcasting all right good morning Happy fucking Monday, November 20th, 2023. I'm in midweek form. Just going to let you know already. I can feel it. I can fuck it. I know it. I can tell. I'm already, it's it's fucking Monday for you, but I'm on Wednesday already. Focused, man. Focused, man. Feeling good. And uh, we got a lot to cover today because we're kicking the absolute fucking shit out of the commies. The woke left liberal fucking retards are getting dominated globally right now. Dominated. And we've got uh, a couple of critical characters playing major roles in the retaking and reclaiming of our communities and society. Donnie J. Trump leading the way. But another man who's right behind him and is making a profound impact is Elon Musk. As Elon Musk goes after media matters a George Soros, Hillary Clinton-funded fucking piece of shit apparatus that has essentially brought more pain to social media and uh, mainstream media than anything I can think of in the last 20 fucking years. They have advanced wokest cancel culture country more than anybody else in the last fucking, I don't know how long. And Elon Musk is about to properly fuck them square in the ass dry and they can't do shit about it because he has more money than they do. He is launching an all-out campaign of fucking war against Media Matters, and it literally may end up changing the 2024 race dramatically, fucking massively, okay? Big things happening around this country, big things happening around the globe. We've got a new president down in Argentina after 40 years of communism. You've got a fucking based president who's going to go down there and fuck shit up. I'm going to play one of his videos for you today because... Philosophically, he is absolutely fucking correct. And he won by a landslide, absolutely dominated. Big things. We got Donnie J. Trump down at the border doing fucking Donald Trump things, taking care of Border Patrol, taking care of military members, 
doing what DJT does, which is ignore your staff, take as many fucking pictures as you want. It doesn't matter how late you are to the next event. It doesn't matter. You take the pictures, you shake hands, you chit chat with the fucking uh, Border Patrol and the military, Trump doing Trump things. And honestly, it's one of the greatest gifts you'll get this Thanksgiving is watching him feed them. It's, it's incredible. Then we've got polling. Polling we've never seen before. Polling that is being done by pollsters that are hired by and funded by the left, funded by DeSantis, funded by Hillary Clinton. And all of the polling is showing the same thing. Donald Trump kicking the ever-living shit out of Joe Biden. We've got a year to go still. We have a year to fucking go. The show is going to be big today. Opened it with some dank memes courtesy of uh, Miguelifornia as well as Mo and his balls, Hugh White memes, and others. I don't know who else contributed on that one, uh, turning me into Fred Durst from Limp Biscuit. Very cool. Fred seems pretty based, so I'm good with that. So it's going to be a big show. I've got so much content today. i got so many dank memes. It's going to be a ton of fun. You're not going to want to miss it. I'm also wearing, oh, that's a new MAGA hat. Oh, that's a MAGA hat signed by Donnie J. Trump. Yeah, we're adding to the collection here. So we got uh, Donnie J. Trump, Make America Great Again over there. We got Donnie J. Trump, MAGA here. And I believe over there we've got, uh, who the fuck is, what is this one? Oh, that's Ted, that's Ted Nugent one down there in the corner. Signed by Ted Nugent, so. It's gonna be a big show, but first, let's take care of a little bit of MAGA Commerce. Oh my god, LickerSky.com. Joe is already back for another year. That's right, LickerSky.com, based Dilly 300, based MAGA, and a fantastic company with fantastic licorice. Back for another year. 2024 sliding on in there we're gonna take back america and we're gonna do it one licorice stick at a time they've got all of the best flavors they're ginormous too if you haven't tried them honestly i can't think of a better uh gift for stocking stuffers than licorice you head on over to licorice you head to the bundle tab you're gonna load up get the big ass bundle get that fucking 10 bag bundle then you're going to get yourself some red licorice, some black licorice, cinnamon licorice, blue raspberry licorice, chocolate licorice, grape licorice, and then you're going to top it off with some green apple. Then you're going to stock uh, the shit out of those stockings. You stuff them in there, and then your family is going to wake up on Christmas morning and go, my God, Santa loves us. We are the chosen, because it's that damn good. Liquorsguide.com. Promo code DILLY15 will get you 15% off. That's promo code DILLY15 for 15% off our other sponsor of the day. Patriots, listen up. It's time to wake up and smell the freedom. Beard Vet Coffee is here to fuel your American spirit. This isn't just coffee. It's a battle cry in a cup, a declaration of love for the land of the free and the home of the brave. Crafted by the hands of those who've walked the walk, talked the talk, and yeah, grown the damn beard. Vet-founded, vet-focused, and beard-operated. This is coffee with a mission, a purpose, and a testament to the unyielding American spirit. 
It's a tribute to the tireless resolve that courses through the veins of our great nation. This is the taste of victory, the flavor of freedom, the coffee that stands as firm as our belief in America's destiny to lead and never to kneel. Beard Vet Coffee is more than a brand. It's a legacy steeped in the principles that make America great. It's for those who stand with pride under the stars and stripes, who uphold the values that light the torch of liberty for the world to see. So, are you ready to supercharge your day the American way? Beard Vet Coffee is not just a choice. It's a declaration of independence from mediocre mornings. Bold, brave, unbound. Brewed for the American patriot. Beard Vet Coffee. Make your mornings great again. That's right, beardvet.com. Now listen, let's have a serious conversation for a quick second. How did Folgers get so fucking big? I'll tell you how. I'll tell you exactly how. Catchy phrases, right? Folgers in your cup. And time. Let's talk about beardvet.com. What can you do to take back the culture? You stick to brands that stick to you. The ones that represent your values. Beardvet.com, it starts with you. If you're a grandparent, if every single time your grandchildren come over in the morning to visit you and you're sipping your beard vet and you're talking about it, guess what your grandkids are going to grow up to drink? If every single time before school, you've got your beard vet and your coffee and your kids come in and you're like, hold on, I got to put it in my tumbler. You got your beard vet tumbler. And your children see that. They see all the different flavors. And they hear you talking about it. What eventually is going to happen? They're going to drink Beard Vet. If you want your family and your country to be able to actually reclaim your culture, not just economically, but, but like in a very tangible way, you stick to brands that are sticking with you and represent your values. And that's what we're going to do with BeardVet.com long term. This is what we're going to do. We're going to overtake all of these disgusting giant corporations that have lost their way who have given up on the American public and we're going to reclaim our culture. And this is the best way to do it. You go to beardvet.com or any of our brands, but today we're talking coffee. It's beardvet.com. You go there, you load up, try a, get a bunch of these, give them away again, stuff them in the, uh, the, uh, stockings of your loved ones, add it to the licorice guy, get all of our sponsor stuff. You load up on this stuff. You start giving it to your families year in and year out. You're going to make believers out of them because the coffee is better than everyone else's. But more importantly, it reflects the values of the people behind it and the people drinking it. Beardvet.com. Promo code Dilly will get you 10% off. Promo code Dilly. Check it out. Beardvet.com. Also, shout out to uh, the meme team, Magical Trevor and Lauren Eve for that commercial. Fucking killed that thing. Jesus Christ. There is nobody, I, I'm not even going to fucking mince words here. There is nobody in all of marketing that's better than the Dilly Meme team. There's nobody. It doesn't matter who you hire. There is no one that's going to churn out commercials that are better than uh, the ones we produce. I challenge you to find another company that is banging out marketing campaigns and commercials better than the ones we have. I don't think there's one. I don't think they exist. I really don't. All right, dude, I'm excited today. Uh, you should be excited too, by the way. Feeling pretty good. Got the new hat on. First time I've worn this hat. I like the fit. I love the big giant mag on it. And obviously, we always love Trump's signature. That always feels good. That always feels good. Yeah, it's... Gotta turn this one. Here we go. Gotta get a little angle on that one. That one, this is my uh, signed rally hat, by the way. 
That's my signed Trump rally hat. I only wear this one to rally, so it's a little dirty. And then I've got my studio hat, which is, uh, I don't know where my fucking studio hat. I got a studio hat too. And then I got this one. And this one's just brand new. I was like, all right. They sent me an extra one. I was like, okay. Guess that's what we're doing now. Ah, Dilly's got a little extra one. I'm like, all right, signed hat. How are you guys doing? You guys good? You feeling good? I'm feeling good. So I'm going to tell you one of the reasons I'm feeling good. Where are we at in the show? We're going to do a little fun, uh, a little funny fun uh, thing here. I gave a homework assignment to the meme team. And, uh, and they've been, uh, they've been, they've been working their little tails off. And what came out of that homework assignment is nothing short of incredible. And basically, I wanted to create some nostalgic memes through the decades. Throughout today's show, we're going to play some of those memes. But in order to set the tone of the day, I think I want to start with the one that Magical Trevor created because I love the 80s. I'm an 80s kid. And uh, it's, it's incredible. But we've got several more that I'm going to play today. But we'll start with the 80s. And this is what Magical Trevor uh, came up with. And uh, we're going to use this as a jump off point for the rest of the show because I think it's going to be a lot of fun. How much are you worth right now as you're sitting right here?
the million dollars for each person in the audience sounds like it could be an intriguing idea. Yeah. I, re- I regretted playing that about halfway through. No word alive. Like halfway in, I was like, fuck. How the fuck am I supposed to follow that? Like, I was like, oh, this would be a good jump off point. But now I'm like, God damn it. Like, how am I supposed to follow that? But first of all, the f- Trav, the visuals are incredible. D- dude, the fucking music mix you did on that. Jesus, Trev, why don't we have you on the ones and twos at my favorite fucking nightclub, bro? We, why, what are you doing? Stop whatever you're doing. You're doing the wrong thing, okay? Just fucking, you need to get back on the ones and twos, and we need you out of fucking, I'm telling you right now, I, I think I've made the decision, whatever we do next, uh, when we open American Late Night, uh, I think we're going to have Magical Trevor, I think we're going to have Magical Trevor on the ones and twos when it's like dur- during the week. During the week, it's like I, when we're not having live bands play music and when Mike's not on the stage playing music and when Leah's not singing, we'll just have Trev working the ones and twos. I think that's what we'll do. That was fantastic, honestly. <laughs> that was, you can't watch that and not get put in a good mood. Plus, dude, like this hit the assignment perfectly because the assignment was to help the American public remember what people have stolen, what the deep state has stolen what the Marxists have stolen from their country. You had a culture, man. You had the best fucking culture in the history of the planet. So much fun. So much bounce and creativity and color. That was great. You should be very proud of that one, Trev. You've done a lot of great memes through the years. Musically, that might be my favorite you've ever done. Well, that's a good... uh, and here's a man who is already a senior citizen when most of that stuff came out. Old man Biden. Old man Biden. 81 years fucking old today. I can't believe it. Yo, good morning. Hey, my birthday? You look, how old are you? You, you smell 17. Are you 17? You may be 17. How old are you? Oh. Smell good, yeah. Oh, thank you, thank you. And I love your ears. I love them; they're really cool. What's your name? Catherine. Catherine, what a beautiful name. That's my mommy's name. Well, nice to see. How old are you? Seventeen. Six. Oh, <laughs> I was way off, Samsonite. Joe's a fucking idiot. All right, listen. He's 81 years old, all right? His game isn't as tight as it used to be, all right? 
He could have pulled back in the fucking 90s. He had to pull this one off the playground in less than 30 seconds. Okay. But in 2023, he's a little bit old. His fucking lines don't work anymore. The free candy thing doesn't work no more. You can't just pull up. The vans are suspicious. All right. But in the 90s, Joe would have used a one liner like that. Fucking done. All right. Yo, look how nice fucker you is. I always smell your shit. It's my birthday. <laughs> Dude, this is this is why old man Joe is getting absolutely bodied in the polls. And all of MAGA keeps doing this pessimistic little thing because I get it. I get it. You guys get kicked in the dick a few times. You get dirty and you're like, we're never going to win again. And I understand because a lot of America, not just MAGA, but a lot of Americans are weak as fuck. You don't know how to get hit in the face. You don't know how to take one in the chin, spit out the fucking tooth, and keep going. Instead, you're like, that's it. We were like, fuck forever. We're never going to win again. Which is hilarious. Stay the fucking course. Enough. Enough of replying to Dilly, desperately begging me to convince you you can win. I'm done. I'm not coddling you. I don't want to hear from you. I just want to block you. Don't fuck. What are we going to do about the cheating? Um, Win by a number that they can't overcome at the polls. Can we actually do that? You can, you little bitch. You can. You can actually win by such a number that is so dramatic that even cheating will do you no fucking good. It's possible. Is that really all it takes? Tell me it's going to be okay. Every fucking day, dude. Ugh, it's brutal. It's brutal. There's a reason I'm going full warlord for 2023 and 2024. The beard ain't getting, we're, we're not stopping this thing for a minute. We're going to go longer. It's going to get more warlordy. I am not fucking tolerating any weaklings in 2024 at all. You just won't be able to participate. Ah, Joey's a dick. He got rid of me. My favorite of people that are former fans that are like, you couldn't handle my logic and block me. Yes, that must be it. It's not because you're an annoying cunt that I don't have time for. It surely must be I couldn't overcome your incredible logic and reason in your arguments. People still haven't figured it out. I'm like, I'm like, bitch, you know how busy I am, motherfucker? I'm successful as fuck, and I'm busy as fuck. If you even get a reply from me, count yourself fucking lucky. Like, oh, you couldn't want to debate me on Twitter? No, you dumb bitch. You're No fucking Steve17358. I didn't want to debate you about how you don't think we can win and you're fucking letting me know from your trailer park in fucking Rhode Island. Like, I don't give a shit. Fine, fuck off, pal. Go back to the trailer park. I don't care. And I'm not going to try and somehow sell you on the idea of doing your fucking civic duty and voting for Trump. Like, I don't care. Fine, fuck you. The rest of us will win. You can go fuck off. I don't really care. But every day, dude. <laughs> and then they'll fucking email my wife relentlessly. Crying on my dick. Oh, I just blocked me. I'm a big fan. He's soft. He's soft. I'm like, no, dude. No, I'm just the first person in your life that's had the fucking courage to tell you you're a cunt and then remove you completely without giving you a second chance. Everybody is so used to having bad behavior and then getting second chances because that's what the world tolerates is a bunch of fucking uh, retarded people with bad manners. And then they run into me and they're like, I don't understand. I watched you for four years. I said one insulting thing and you blocked me. And I'm like, yes. And they're like, why'd you do that? And I'm like, because you're acting like a cunt and I don't have time for you. And they just go, what? It's like the world stopped having boundaries. 
And whether you like it or not, a lot of you bought into liberalism and the behavior that liberals express. So you act like fucking liberals. And then you can't believe when someone comes along that goes, I don't want your money or your fandom. Just get fucked. I don't care. Oh, you've been here for five years? That's tragic. They ended this way. Get bent, motherfucker. But you're going to have to hold yourselves to higher standards. Higher standards of how you treat people who are fucking leading you. Higher standards for how you're treating people that you admire. Higher standards for how you treat people that are following you. It's not that complicated. But every day this is what I, I deal. And that's okay. That's okay. In the end, it'll all work out. In the end, we're going to make America great again. And we're going to make the culture great again. And uh, many of you are going to learn some hard lessons along the way. And that's okay. You can always rebrand with a new account that I don't recognize. I'd never know it was you. Just saying. I'll never know it's you. You could come back with the best manners in the whole nine. It happens to me all the time. I get DMs from people. Oh, dude, you fucking blocked the shit on my old account. But actually, I understand it now. Do you? Yes, and I've totally changed my ways. Okay, good talk. <laughs> good talk. So happy to hear that. All right. Uh, we got other news on Biden. We're getting all the bullshit out of the way. House Intel Chair. No charges for classified document hoarder. Biden would be devastating. It looks like they're going to let this fucker walk. Nobody should be shocked by this, honestly. Uh, this is pretty much par for the course when it comes to the DO DOJ. Um, you know, it's the way it goes. I don't, I'm not expecting a lot of justice uh, in, in regards to some of this shit. Uh, certainly not this. Uh, Biden, not surprised at all that he investigated himself and decided he's innocent. Shocking. Another guy that a lot of MAGA will allocate time and energy to, and you really shouldn't. Derek Chauvin, uh, Supreme Court has declined his appeal to review his conviction on the George Floyd murder. Do I think that, that uh, Derek Chauvin murdered George Floyd? No, I don't. I think George Floyd overdosed. Do I give a fuck about this case? I, I really don't. I've tried to muster a fuck to give, and I don't. I have bigger things to focus on and take care of. Um, so there you go. I, I, I mean, I understand why some people really care about it, and I can appreciate uh, your passion for this case, but I just don't give a shit. So I, I hope that eventually his conviction is overturned and, uh, and you know, he, he gets out of prison. But I also, I, I just got, I've only got so much time and energy to allocate. And this fucking dude ain't one of them that I got time to focus on and allocate. So it's kind of where I stand on that. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Um, Maybe I'll find a way to allocate some fucks to give later, but but not today. Not today, not right now. It's just, it's not that important to me. Uh, other big news, uh, sticking with the theme of scumbags. Uh, we've got this update. This is just lovely. What a fucking family you got here. How about this one? In other news, Stacey Abrams' brother-in-law was just arrested in Tampa for human trafficking. Not only was he human trafficking, it was a 16-year-old girl who he, uh, she had agreed to meet up with him for sex in a hotel room. And when she changed her mind, he was, she was going to get paid for it. And when, he, when she changed her mind, he tried to choke her out because that's what this family is about. Uh, Stacey Abrams' brother-in-law, the guy in question we're talking about here, uh, a lot of people don't realize his wife, his fucking wife, this, this champ right here. Hold on, I'm going to fucking show you guys this stupid face. 
This dude is married to a federal fucking judge who was on a short list for Supreme Court justice picks for Biden. Like, can we really just appreciate this? This fucking scumbag was, his wife was on the Supreme Court list for Biden. She's a federal judge. And dude is busted for sex trafficking a 16 year old. By the way, he already has been convicted back in the 80s for a similar crime. So this is not his first rodeo. The Abrams family is really fucking disgusting. Really disgusting. But not as disgusting maybe as what this guy did. Florida man arrested for pooping on a dead possum during rush hour traffic. You know what? I don't want to live in a country where they're taking away your freedoms. And sometimes a man's got to take a shit. Maybe it was an emergency. Maybe he was in a situation that he was like, my God, I am going to fucking shit my pants. And he jumped out of the car and he's like, I don't want to poop on these super clean streets. That would be disgusting and inappropriate. And maybe he spotted a dead possum and he thought, oh, they're going to clean that up anyway. I'll just shit on top of the possum. And then that way it's, it's easier for the people cleaning. I can understand and appreciate his logic. There's no, there is not a uh, victim in this case, by the way, okay? The possum was already dead. He didn't poop on a live possum, which I would be totally against. I'm against all forms of pooping on live animals, okay? I don't believe in it. I think it's inappropriate. But when you got a dead animal carcass in the middle of the road and you have to take a shit and you're in rush hour traffic, I am not supporting this choice. I'm just saying I understand this choice, okay? I understand this choice. It's, I, I can see where you would say, what if I, I don't want to crap in my car. I don't want to shit on this lovely city street. There's a dead possum. I'm going to poop on a possum. It's a poopsum. <laughs> it's a, also, I don't just realize something. Um, the fuck is going on with this guy's face? What happened here? Did, are you sure the possum was dead? It looks like he got in a fight with something. Are we, are we certain that the possum was dead? Because those look like claw marks on his face. Also, his nose seems to be doing an S. What happened to this guy? There's a lot I'm not understanding about this photo. But that definitely looks like the possum clawed him up. I'm, I'm starting to question his story about the possum already having been dead. That's not right. It's fucking not right. It's a poopsome. All right, yeah, okay, fine, fine. Maybe that wasn't newsworthy. Maybe it wasn't newsworthy, but I talked about it anyway like it was. And you know what? The New York Post published it. And the New York Post would never publish something that wasn't newsworthy. <laughs> they, don't, they don't believe in that, the New, the New York Post. They try to make sure everything is always newsworthy with their publication. It's extremely important that they, all right. Oh, I got I got good news too. I got some really great news actually. So on Friday we got January sixth tapes released by uh, Speaker of the House Mike Johnson. Congratulations, Speaker. Uh, so far he's only he only released a fraction of it, but he did give a status update on how you can go about obtaining the rest of it and that they would be uploading it in time. Is it going to take a long time? Probably yes. Are you going to be upset with them? Yes. It's the government. Nothing moves quickly. With that being said. He released enough footage of January 6th to make an impact already. On Friday, he released that footage. It was the same footage 
that Tucker Carlson had been uh, had received earlier in the year, but never got a chance to publish. And uh, so Speaker of the House Mike Johnson released it, and then they've went forward with releasing the additional footage. Even with just what they put out, it's already made an impact. And my friend Miguel California has already went to work utilizing that uh, content to red pill Americans about what really happened on January 6th, 
Thank you, Mike. That was beautiful. The most disturbing part of that video is that most of the people that is ca uh, that are captured on that video have been charged, are incarcerated, or facing incarceration for what you just saw. They're not facing just steep fines for for you know, uh, you know, coming into a building. Oh, you shouldn't be in there. It wasn't just. Uh, you know, there's no violence going on in that video. That's not an insurrection. Inviting people into the, into a, a building and then dapping them up, shaking their hands, uh, chit-chatting with them as they walk through the building is not an insurrection. One of the men in that uh, video, Matthew Perna, uh, took his own life because he was facing 20 years in jail. And he was one of the people in that video that walked through peacefully. He was in the Capitol all of nine minutes and, uh, and he took his own life because he thought he was going to prison for 20 years. Devastating. Never forget that Camelto Harris compared what you just saw in that video to Pearl Harbor. She desecrated the memory of every American sailor that lost their life that day by making the comparison between Pearl Harbor where thousands of military uh, naval officer uh, naval members were murdered in the wee hours of the morning many of them burning to death drowning explosions many of them fucking uh you know permanently harmed those that survived with burns over their bodies she compared that with uh January or January 6th rather she compared it with Pearl Harbor she said that what you just saw in that video was worse than 9-11 a day where we watched two of America's most iconic buildings filled with Americans plummet to the ground killing 3,000 plus Americans and she compared that video to the video's from 9-11 of the towers collapsing. January 6th was like the end of, of legitimate government because it was the day that the government hijacked the country from the people and justified that hijacking with a PSYOP that never even got close to the level it needed to get to to actually make the sales pitch. And they did it anyway. They did it anyway. They powered ahead anyway. It's very sad. It's very sad. And the only thing I can say is that everybody who was involved on that day, including my friend Owen Schroyer, who is in a federal prison right now, he has 29 days left. Uh, in federal penitentiary. And I hope every single person who's still incarcerated stays strong. If you can win the war of attrition, not only are you going to get out of prison, not only are you going to get totally and completely exonerated in time, you're going to get compensated as well. Don't give up. No matter how depressed you are, they're going to they're, they're gonna take time from you. And it's true. It's going to be brutal. And you're going to live in squalor and you're going to live in pain and agony for years. But when you get out and when this wrong is made right, you will be made whole again. 
Do not give up. Do not fucking kill yourself. Do not let them beat you that way. So the J6 footage comes out already. A lot of those clips going mega viral, which is really, really a good thing. It's really a good thing. We got a lot more great stuff for you guys today. Um, but I really wanted to play, or not play, but rather uh, share with you some of your dillies in the wild from over the weekend. I think you guys will enjoy it. I waited a little bit later in the show to show it to you guys, but I think you'll appreciate it. Dilly in the wild, dilly in the wild, motherfucking now. Dilly in the wild, dilly in the wild, motherfucking now. Dilly in the wild, dilly in the wild, motherfucking now. People put it stickers on their cars. Relax your brain, it's up my dick and lick my balls. There we go. We got Dilly in the wild. Um, you'll have to forgive me. This, I think this guy is an author of some kind and one of our Dilly 300 members went and got to meet him. And, uh, and he actually said he had heard about the Dilly meme team. He's seen the videos, <laughs> which is, that's pretty cool, right? That's pretty cool. This is a good one. This is a little, uh, little, little Dilly in the wild uh, fun from our, our friends from Michigan who uh, always send Rianne her Christmas uh, wreath. And this year they're trying to decide which bow to put on the Dillies Christmas wreath. And Randy loves their Christmas wreath. She gets one every year and always feels spoiled as shit. That's from Terry and Gordon. And uh, the gentlemen always send them, uh, send Randy her, her Christmas wreath. But they're not sure which one they want to go with on our wreath this year. And so I thought we would ask the, uh, I think the chat. I personally like the bottom middle one. I think that's really a pretty uh, bow to go on the wreath. I can't see the top middle one that well other than it's red, but I like that bottom. I like the bottom middle and bottom right both because I like that kind of uh, candy cane looking one on the right too. I think they're both really good. I think if you want to go traditional, top left is your most probably traditional bow or bottom left, but I feel like middle, bottom middle and, and, and uh, bottom right are both like kind of fun, right? Yeah, so that's pretty good. Yeah, there you go. I know, isn't that cute? This one is also a, a nice, this one also feels like something Randy would really enjoy because uh, it's ch chickens and ducks. Oh my God, look at them, look at them. Here, let me, uh, oh, there you go. There you go, there's your chickies and your ducks. That's fun. I didn't know chickies and ducks could hang out like that. This is a great photo. These are two beautiful patriotic ladies hanging out in beautiful Hilton Head Island, South Carolina. That's right. That's our very own Cherry. And, and uh, that is Lauren Eve's mama hanging out. That's Mac hanging out with Cherry. These two girls got together having a good time. And look what... Look what Lauren Eve's mama made for them. It's so cute. So those jackets are custom and she brought them with her and look at these jackets. They are super slick. 
Aren't they neat? Those are hand-painted. I know. Isn't that good? Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. I thought those turned out really good. So, Cherry uh, is hosting Lauren Eve's mama. And uh, they're, they're hanging out, just doing the damn thing. I know, isn't that special? I thought that was cool. So, I think they're having a good time. And uh, good, good chance to get out of cold weather and head, out, head down south to the ocean with some, with some good company and hanging out. So, I thought that was pretty cool. All right, so I have been having a problem because, as you all know, I enjoy a good cigar. And the dilemma I have been facing is that in Georgia, it's cold as shit smoking a cigar on your porch, all right? And I normally go out there with California and I have a smoke and I'm like, ah, good cigar, right? Well, it's been an issue. It's been getting colder and colder and I don't like it. So I did what any man would do who enjoys a uh, fine cigar. I purchased myself a uh, smoking jacket from India. <laughs> and it looks like it. It's fucking awesome. It's so warm. And, uh, and I got to use it last night for the very first time and it was cold and I sat outside in my smoking jacket from India, and I uh, enjoyed my, uh, it was great, I know. I was so excited about this. <laughs> it's ridiculous, and yet it's super comfy, and actually it's very quality too. Yeah, it's super quality. And I just sat out there, I was like, hey, this works. Yeah, is that great? I'm not building a fucking fire on my front porch, what are you, high? I sit on the front porch like a fucking proper gentleman, okay? You go, start a bonfire, dealy. You can just sit out there in your fucking uh, fold-out chair. Like, no, bitch, that's not who I am, all right? That is not who I am. I sit on my front porch, and uh, I look down the street in my neighborhood, and uh, I like to have a cigar. And so I got myself a smoking jacket that was made in India. And, uh, and here's the best part, too. Uh, so this thing, I was all excited. I'm going to tell you guys, this is crazy, all right? I'm going to tell you a crazy story. So this fucking jacket, uh, it, it was listed on Amazon, all right, for 134 bucks. And I'm like, sure, that's reasonable. <laughs> but here's the thing. I wasn't going to buy it because I was like, I don't want to spend $134 on a fucking smoking jacket from India. But I was like, I was like, you know what? Let me see how soon it'll get here. So I clicked on the, uh, I clicked on the buy now thing, okay? And then it shows, oh, it'll get here by like Sunday or whatever it was. Here's the best part. When I went to pay for it, I have no fucking idea why it dropped the price down to 80 bucks. It, when it got, I was like, wait, 80 bucks? I, it doesn't even say it's on sale. Like the sale price was $134. And for some fucking reason, when I went to check out, it was 80 bucks. And I'm like, oh, I'm definitely buying that bitch for 80 bucks because I can't even make this for 80 bucks. So I bought it for 80 bucks. And, and then I checked my account to make sure I didn't make a mistake. Nope, they gave me that motherfucker for $80. And it felt like a discount. Why do I need a turban, you bunch of racist dicks? What are you talking about? I don't need a turban. I'm not Indian. That'd be super racist. I think it's great. And I don't have a fucking problem. You guys can make fun of me all you want. I don't give a fuck because that jacket from India is fucking absolute luxurious, Okay. The goddamn thing is lined with gold silk. Do you have a fucking gold silk lined jacket? I bet you don't, motherfucker. Rocking your Carhartt shit, 
sitting on the front porch smoking a cigar next to a goddamn fucking barrel fire? Kiss my ass. Yeah, so what? So what? I'm wearing a fucking Indian jacket. I don't give a shit. I don't care at all. It's warm as fuck, and it's classy as shit, and I didn't even mean for it to be classy. I didn't even mean for it to be classy. It just fucking came that way. And I don't even care that it came from India because I'm proud of it. <laughs> so, so there you fucking go. <laughs> I know, isn't it great? Yeah, I'm just like, I don't care. I don't fucking care. Look, Hogman, I knew, I knew that bitch would take exception with me making fun of Carhartt. Of course you did. Of course you did. Why don't you go to the fucking, you know you're a North Face man. Hog, don't pretend you're into Carhartt. You're more of a North Face guy. You're a North Face guy because you like the fucking butt flap in the pants. I see you, bro. Fucking pretending he's out here. I'm a Carhartt man. No, 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 no. No, no, no. You're a fucking North Face man with colorful fucking poofy jackets and a butt flap. I know you, bro. You're not fooling me. You get out there, you kill one giant girl deer this weekend, and all of a sudden he's calling himself a Carhartt man. Uh-uh. I don't believe you. No, I don't with your fucking hybrid F-150. Your fucking hybrid F-150. Oh, it's a four-cylinder. Uh, it's a four-cylinder. It's a, It drops down into a four-cylinder. I got about 34 miles to the gallon. Uh, it doesn't have the payload that you like, might see in other vehicles. But you know what? It's still a, it's still a half ton. It's still a half ton, and it's nice. Yeah, I see you. Uh-huh, I see you four-cylinder truck man i see you ah, you're not fucking fooling nobody uh, <laughs> all right anyway that's your uh, that's your dilly in the wild and that's my new fucking green hey, i gotta show you guys the inside of this jacket eventually it's got gold lining and it's absolutely fucking it's it's absolutely sexy okay i didn't even mean for it to be sexy and no it's not curry scented you fucking racist jesus christ at least come up with jokes that are original not derivative Ah, come on. You're better than this. And I love the fucking smell of curry, you bastards. I don't even care. If you fucking had a more mature palate, you'd love the fucking taste of curry as well. But you don't. Because you're just like, do you don't salt shit. I live in the South. You motherfuckers don't season for shit. Are you kidding me? You fucking should love curry, you bitches. You got to get a little more experience on that palate. Use some fucking salt every once in a while. All right, I'm done. That's, that's enough of this rant, fuckers. Holy shit, it's Bundlepalooza. Bundlepalooza is back. We've made it easy to find the perfect gift for everyone on your holiday gift list. We've bundled many of our customers' favorite products, such as Cherish Facial Line and Just Lolo Body Butter, at huge savings. We are your one-stop organic shop. We carry everything you need for healthy, beautiful skin, including deodorant, soap, shampoo, and conditioner. 
We are veteran-owned and unapologetically America first. So head over to Kayleve.com to see all the great bundle deals. And while you're there, check out our almost 2,000 five-star reviews and see how grass-fed tallow has changed people's lives. Dude, it's Bundle Palooza. My God, Kayleve.com. So exciting. All of you should be thrilled. Why? Because she rolled out Bundle Palooza before, before Black Friday, which means you can go and take advantage of these incredible discounts right now. Your loved ones are going to thank you, okay? Skincare is going to be a part of your life forever. We all know it. None of you women are going into the next fucking century dried the fuck out, right? You're not like, oh, 2025, 2026, 2030, 2040. You're going to always need skincare. You're going to need shit that makes you look and feel good and youthful. You might as well, like I said, this is just the theme of today's show. You can change the culture by committing to brands that are committed to you. And Kaylee.com is one of them. You can take better care of your body. You can plump it up. Be more fuckable. For those of you, you ladies that are still baby making, this is how you get more babies. You put this on your skin. Your husband says, my God, you smell like fucking deliciousness. Hey, he fucking ravages you. And then you got a based baby. And then you're even better. You're happy. You're continuing on the American fucking dream. One wonderful American baby at a time. All because you decided to get yourself some skincare from Kayleve.com. And in all seriousness, uh, I'm very proud of Kayleve.com. Lisa and John have done a wonderful job. It started with a handful of products and it's turned into a gigantic store full of amazing skincare products that make you more fuckable. And that's a good thing, okay? That's like way better than, than not. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's a slogan, 2024. Be more fuckable, Kayleve.com. Hey, uh, God, that just kind of rolls off the tongue too. You know what I'm saying? It just kind of rolls off the tongue. Like you don't have, the other one, I, I, don't, I don't know. Maybe we should do a, a fucking poll for new slogans for Kayleve.com. Kayleve.com. Be more fuckable. That's number one. I like that one. That's my vote. Okay? Kayleve. This is the second one. Kayleve.com. Don't look old. Right? Like, I feel like that one's pretty good, too. Like, if, you, if you're going to be ugly, at least look young. Huh? Well, that's a good one. We could try that one. Kayleve.com. Just because you're old doesn't mean you have to be ugly. That's a little long. That's a little long. It needs to shorten up. Kayleve.com. Your husband will want to make a baby. That's kind of long too, but I kind of like that one. <laughs> Those are pretty good, right? Kayleve.com. He's going to want to have sex with you. Huh? There you go. That's a pretty good one. That's pretty nice too. For the men, a lot of you guys, I don't know if you guys know this. You can use lotion. You know that, right? You dried out motherfuckers. Some of you guys, I think, actually like looking like a fucking fall leaf in Georgia. I'm convinced because I'm like, dude, just put a little lotion on that shit. Just soften up your look, bro. Like, your face shouldn't look like your hands. You understand? I know, I know a lot of you are proud as shit by your calluses and the dirt that's been in your fucking under your thumbnail since 1973. But, like, your face doesn't have to have that. Your face can actually look pleasant and, and like... It doesn't have to smell like a fucking catcher's mitt. You understand? I, I get it. I know it's kind of a cool grizzled look, 
And I agree, if you were an extra in a fucking, uh, you know, Braveheart or something, it'd be appropriate, but you're not. It's 2023, use some fucking lotion. Soften that shit up, you understand? Kayleaf.com, just because you're old doesn't mean you have to be dried the fuck out. That's a pretty good one too. Don't look like a dried out piece of shit. Anyway, I don't know. We'll try all those on. We'll talk about it. But in the meantime, head over to Kayleaf.com and score some new swag for uh, Bundle Palooza. Kayleaf.com. And without any further ado, Randy's very Kayleaf covered booty. Let's get the Oh, so good. So good. <laughs> what? I like truth in advertising, okay? It's I like truth in advertising. I think it's helpful. I think it helps people. They, they have an expectation. They go, if I buy this product, it's going to make my skin softer. My husband's going to want to put a baby in me. There's nothing wrong with that. That's just good advertising. Thank you can't imagine why we're not bigger around here. It's bullshit. So I know that my uh, extremely, extremely dapper smoking jacket may have upset some of you. And I understand. And while it does look like a million bucks, it didn't cost a million bucks. It cost $80 on Amazon. But it may have alienated some of our chat and our fans. And I get it. Because not everybody is able to have an $80 smoking jacket from India right now. I almost, I couldn't say that with a straight face because it's funny. <laughs> Listen, maybe you couldn't. Maybe you're suffering. I know of at least one person on socials who's having the worst fucking year of his life. He's been through some things, struggled, but never has he faced anything like what he's facing right now. And that man is Mill Bitchell. The prices start to go up. My my place that I lived in Miami for three years was uh, three thousand dollars a month. The rent is going up to uh, six thousand a month for the same place, double what it was. And I called the office. I said, "Is this a is this a joke?" Hi, I'm Sarah McLaughlin. Will you be an angel for a helpless animal? Every day, innocent animals are abused, beaten, and neglected, and they're crying out for help. Please call the number on your screen and join the BC SPCA with a monthly gift right now. For just $18 a month, only 60 cents a day, you'll help rescue animals from their abusers and provide medical care, food, shelter, and love. Call or join online in the next 30 minutes and you'll receive this welcome kit with the photo of an animal in the shelter right now. One who's been given a second chance, thanks to you.
Right now, there's an animal who needs you. Your call says, I'm here to help. Absolutely devastating. It is hard times out here for DeSimps. Team DeSantis, one of their main people on social media, struggling, struggling to pay his rent these days, struggling to get subscribers. Also very upset about his $40 a month from X that is not being paid on a timely fashion. Disgusting. It's not right. <laughs> oh, dude. Oh, my God. Bill Mitchell down bad. Bad. Listen, and I don't mind telling you guys this. In 2017, I became a co-host on Your Voice America once a week with Bill Mitchell. It's true. And at that time, it was fun to do. Once a week, I'd put on a suit jacket and a tie, and I'd go on his program, and I'd be smarter than everybody else and talk politics. And it lasted for a little over a year, and it was fun. But at the time, I learned some things. And one of the things I learned is Bill Mitchell's one of the dumbest motherfuckers I have ever met in business. I am not saying that because he's a DeSantis supporter. I'm saying it because he's one of the dumbest motherfuckers I have ever actually met in business. He didn't know anything about business. He didn't know shit. He didn't understand how to build a business. He didn't understand how to grow a brand. He didn't understand monetization. He didn't understand diversification. The guy is fucking stupid. I'm pretty sure he's absolutely dead-ass broke. I think he got some money a long time ago from like a family member croaking or some shit, and I think he blew all of it. And now I think he's got no money left, and he's about to get fucking evicted before the holidays, and I think it's the funniest goddamn thing I've ever seen. And that's all true. I didn't exaggerate any of that. I was there. I had the conversations. I looked him in the eye. I was like, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. And he was like, I know. Can you help me? And I was like, no, you're too fucking stupid to take advice. That also happened one time. Everything I just told you 100% happened. This is fucking what we're dealing with with Team Meatball. They are down real bad. They had a horrific weekend. Everything they seemed to touch turned to shit. And the only person that came out trying to help Team Meatball was President Donald J. Trump. Hey, you think I'm joking, but it's not. It's not a joke. It's true. President Trump sent out an email. And you know what? I respect it. President Trump doesn't care that DeSanctimonious is disloyal. And while he might be dissatisfied and in, 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 uh, probably disappointed in uh, DeSanctimonious, he's also a man of integrity and character and a gentleman. And he stood up for Rod DeSantis over the weekend when he sent out this fucking email to all of his uh, people on his email list. Check this out. Ron DeSanctimonious had a bad start to his Sunday morning as his own pollster released a brutal new poll right before he went on fake news CNN. President Trump's dominating lead has now grown to 40 points over DeSanctis. For Ron, with friends like that, who needs enemies? Whoever photoshopped this image should be ashamed of themselves. We don't condone editing a photo of Ron with pleather thigh-high boots. Do not send this picture around. And you're probably wondering what President Trump was so mortified by. And uh, I'm going to share that now only because we should all work together to make sure no one else ever sees this picture that President Trump sent out in his email to tell people not to share. This is... <laughs> this. <laughs> President Trump. <laughs> he fucking killed me. DJ... DJT really sent out a fucking email with this picture trying to tell his followers not to fucking share it. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Trump. <laughs> Jesus Christ. 
dude, this is, this is is like Miguelifornia level mean, all right? This is up there. This is like getting close to Miguelifornia level of fucking savagery. That That is just fucking mean. And it's really funny, but mostly it's mean. And, uh... Trump had had enough bullshit from the sanctimonious team. Team Trump has had enough of this horse shit. These fucking people are retarded and they deserve to get bodied every chance we get. And uh, that's what Trump did over the weekend. And you know what? That's what the Dilly meme team did over the weekend. One such fucking bitch that deserved it is Kim Reynolds, who uh, has absolutely embarrassed herself at every turn uh, in her support of DeSanctus after Trump had gotten her sorry ass elected about recent poll results. On a farm in Butler County, against the backdrop of John Deere tractors and his bus, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis campaigned in front of about 100 Iowa voters Sunday night. We will have returned this government to its rightful owners, we, the American people. And standing right behind DeSantis was Iowa Governor Kim Reynolds. I often tell Iowans as I'm traveling around with him, if you like what we've done in Iowa, then you're going to love what Ron DeSantis will do for this country. Reynolds announced her endorsement for DeSantis November 6th. An Iowa State Civics poll that came out November 16th has more than half of respondents, 63%, saying that endorsement made no difference to them. Has more than half of respondents, 63%, saying that endorsement made no difference to them. 63% saying that endorsement made no difference to them. 22% said it made them less likely. Endorsements, by and large, how much they matter, I think, is up for debate, but this one's important. Endorsements, by and large, how much they matter, I think, is up for debate, but this one's important. 63% saying that endorsement made no difference to them. Endorsements, by and large, how much they matter, I think, is up for debate, but this one's important. 22% said it made them less likely. Endorsements, by and large, how much they matter, I think, is up for debate, but this one's important. 63% saying that endorsement made no difference to them. That same poll shows DeSantis continuing to trail former President Donald Trump as people's top caucus pick. 54% of likely GOP caucus goers for Trump versus 8 18% for DeSantis. 54% of likely GOP caucus goers for Trump versus 18% for DeSantis. Oh, that's gonna hurt. That's gonna hurt. It's especially gonna hurt. It hurts even more when Donald Trump, Donald Trump, uh, he wasn't done with Governor Kim Reynolds. Miguelifornia had his fun, but uh, so did DJT when he grabbed Miguelifornia's meme and decided to share it with uh, like 23, 24 million people on Instagram. I know that he is doing the 99 County Tour. Welcome back, Mr. President, to the great state of Iowa. And on behalf of all Iowans, I want to say thank you. Thank you for cutting taxes for hardworking Iowans for eliminating senseless regulations that stifled innovation and jobs. And he's showing up in rural Iowa. He's talking to voters. He's listening to voters. He's talking about his vision. With the help of the Trump administration, we quickly received a major disaster declaration that will help Iowans get back on their feet. The president, he cut through the bureaucracy to do what needed to be done and to do it quickly. And that's a really good thing to do. Rick Santorum did it, he was uh, he, successful. Rick Santorum did it, he was uh, he, successful. For standing strong with Justice Kavanaugh and appointing conservative judges to the court. Iowans will show up mm-hmm. and they want to talk to them. That's not the first time President Trump showed Iowans that we can rely on him 
In 2019, when 100-year floods breached nearly every levee and devastated communities large and small along the Missouri River in Iowa, Nebraska, and Missouri, the president approved our request for aid in record time in just two days. And he's showing up in rural Iowa. He's talking to voters. He's listening to voters. He's talking about his vision. Mr. President, thank you for year-round E-15. Thank you, President Trump, for sharing Miguelifornia and the Dilly Meme Team's memes. We appreciate that. Oh, they leave the endings, too, which I always appreciate having my mug all over President Trump's social media. It never gets old. Now, I know what you're thinking. Dilly, Kim Reynolds endorsed uh, DeSantis, and that's not that big of a deal. And so what? She sucks as a governor and is despised and doesn't actually help your campaign. At least you didn't hire her because everybody knows Team Meatball hires the best. People like Aaron Perrine, who's definitely not a whore who's crazy as fuck. Totally not. Absolutely sane. Totally not a whore who's fucking batshit crazy. Right, Brandy? For more on this, we're joined now by Never Back Down Communications Director Aaron Perrine. It's wackadoodle time. Well, the historic endorsement I want to talk about is the endorsement of Governor Kim Reynolds. It's talking to voters in a way Donald Trump does not. In a way Donald Trump does not. Oh. Donald Trump can do because he doesn't have a core conservative conviction in his body. Who the hell is this bitch? Fight, lead, win. <laughs> Thousands of great patriotic Americans who are patriotic Americans who are patriotic Americans. My dog stepped on a bee. We're fired up to hear from him every single time. USA! 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 Years. It doesn't have the drama and the noise of Donald Trump. What kind of shit is that? Of Donald Trump. They need Ron DeSantis. Hell no. Caroline, final word. Absolutely ridiculous. We need day one leadership. Someone who can walk into the Oval Office, exude peace through strength, stop the around the world, and bring America back to greatness. He did it before, he'll do it again. That's the communications director. That fucking retard making all those ridiculous faces is the communication director. This is why your husband left you. I mean, that and the fact that you left Jeff Rowe blowing your ass. But besides that, besides, besides you fucking staffers from never back down and destroying your marriage like a whore, uh, you also actually just suck at your job. Aaron Prime now has her comments closed on Twitter because she can't handle the blowback from doing fucking abysmal interviews like that one. That was hideous. Caroline Levitt bodied you with fucking facts, and all you could do was make weird, funny faces that Brandy with a B captured. Thank you, Brandy. These people are nuts.
the fuck is going on over there? I mean, it's shocking when you think about the leadership they have that this would be the kind of people they would put, put out there and, and represent their campaign. I am absolutely shocked that it's not going better, frankly. It's, it's stunning, to be, to be honest with you guys. Hold on. I think I have something really, really horrific. You guys want to see something really horrific? Eh, hold on. I'll get you guys to something really horrific. In case you weren't completely mortified and awkward as fuck with this clip, or this picture, rather. Instead, let's play this clip, which will is equally as uh, cringy. Because Meatball DeSantis is one of the biggest fucking nerds to ever run in politics. I mean, this guy is uh, cringe fest nonstop. He's a walking meme. A lot of people like to talk on TV and, and opine and all this stuff about all these things, but ultimately the voters decide. The media doesn't decide. Uh, the keyboard warriors don't decide. Actually, Ron, the keyboard warriors destroyed your $100 million campaign and we didn't spend any money. Also, does anybody want to tell him who the keyboard warriors are? Like, what if, what if, Rod, that the keyboard warriors were also American voters? <gasps> Shocking. He's like, the polls don't decide things. Oh, okay. The keyboard warriors don't decide things. Oh, okay. The voters decide things. I mean, that's fine, but who the fuck do you think the keyboard warriors are? And who the fuck do you think is being polled? This dude is getting absolutely smoked in every race. He's honestly probably one of the worst fucking candidates the country has ever seen even make an attempt on the White House. And it's hysterical. The left hates him. The right hates him. I hate him. My friends hate him. America hates him. His wife hates him. His own state hates him. I really am running out of people that fucking hate him. I, everybody, I don't, you'd be hard pressed to find someone who likes this dumb bitch. He's an awful candidate. He's got no shot, not even a little bit. And then there's the photographic evidence. Oh, Rod. No one cares about you. And I know that because they keep taking pictures of you that are horrific. Now, this picture upon a first glance might seem benign. I don't get it, Dilly. It's just a man talking to some people. They seem engaged. What's the problem with this photo? Well, besides the fact that the man looks absolutely fucking terrified, and maybe I'm projecting, but this doesn't scream confidence, okay? This appears to be a diminutive man who's intimidated by large groups of people. Again, that's not the point of this photo. The point of this photo is much more obscure, but uh, also validates a lot of things we've thought about Rod DeSantis for some time. And namely, the fact that he's a fucking disgusting pig. This is a man who treats every surface like a toddler. This is a man with a phone case covered in fucking grease from chicken and fecal matter from not wiping his ass correctly. This is a man with what can only appear to be a packaging of food and possibly a piece of chewed gum sticking on the table. This is a man who takes absolutely no pride whatsoever in cleanliness. This is a guy who's supposed to be running for president who has been accused of being a ultra slob and has tried to deny those accusals, but yet at the same time proves them every time he sits down at any kind of a surface. 
It's fucking gross. DeSantis is a slob of the highest order. I don't even know what he's got going here. He's look. Is that a rapper for? Is that fucking like Jimmy John's or is that a burrito? What has he got going here? We got a rapper. We got a dingy ass phone. I don't even know what's going on with that phone. Every, there's not a clean surface in sight when DeSantis is around. What is? What kind of food wrapper we got going here? Come on, super sleuths. What are we looking at here? I mean, this is this is such. This is about the most fucking prototypical DeSantis picture I've ever seen in my life. Just absolutely filthy, oily, greased up fucking shit in front of him. Is that a taquito wrapper? Is that a, someone putting their head down, like, just shooting me? I don't want to be on the campaign with this idiot. Is that a child's head? What is going on here, too? That's a Wawa burrito? Is that what that is? He's a legendary burrito murderer. The Santards are down bad. Bill Mitchell broke. Aaron Perini on her way to divorce. Fucking riding the cock carousel, trying to find a, a, a landing spot for her fucking broken career. This is the end for these motherfuckers, and they know it. They know it, and Team Trump knows it, which is why we all collectively work together to take a hefty shit on them every chance we get. For example, over the weekend in Ottumwa, uh, Iowa. Ottumwa? 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 So there might be slight differences in uh, crowd size. But uh, the crowds don't decide elections. Polling doesn't decide elections. Voters decide elections. Okay, Ron, you fucking retard. You're getting absolutely smoked. You're not even close. You're getting bludgeoned. It's the fucking most funny shit we've ever seen in our lives. We are all taking extraordinary satisfaction in watching your career uh, turn into a smoldering pile of shit. It, it absolutely makes me grow a big rubbery one every time I open my fucking social media account and discover you fell even further in the polls. And not only that, the people who were dumb enough to support you are all having a terrible time. Their entire lives in disarray. Careers all but destroyed. That includes this dumb bitch, John Cardildo. A man who blocked me six months ago because he didn't appreciate the fact that I got him a trophy for his best tits award. And yes, it's true. He earned it. I put him in a four or five person race for best tits on Team DeSantis and John Cardildo won it. And so what? He was the only guy. Those double D milky titties, those natty D milky titties were an absolute runaway victory. He got like 70% of the votes and he wouldn't accept my trophy and then he blocked me, but he hasn't stopped talking about me because I am in his head because he is a fucking loser. Trump really does turn people into lunatics. I've always gotten along with Joe. He told me I was being vitriolic and I asked him as the dad of daughters if he felt the same way about Guys like Brusowitz in Dealey who viciously attack women daily. And uh, is there anything more based than trying to talk shit to some guy you think is your friend and you ask him about Brusowitz and Dilly and he just blocks you because he's like, you're a fag, get out of here. This is the, here's the result. You tried to use my name 
to fucking slander Trump. And this is what happened, you dumb big titty bitch. Whoopsie. Joe Pags basically telling John Cardildo, have another drink somewhere else, loser. He is so sad. So sad. John Cardildo, he's down bad, facing all those fucking indictments and shit. He's got lawsuits out the wazoo because he fucking was scamming with fake PPF shit for, uh, for fucking COVID. Oh, my God. Then he was scamming Ukrainian military out of money, too. They paid him for shit he couldn't deliver on. He's having a hard time. I even heard that that fucking horse he rents on Tuesdays and Saturdays, he's down to one day a week. Butternuts or whatever the fuck its name is. He doesn't even get to see his horse but once a week now. Hey, he's got a timeshare horse. I'm not sure if you guys ever heard of this. I never did before I found out that poor people like John Cardildo who want to feel like they own a horse and tell people they own a horse but can't actually afford a horse, they do this. And for a fucking little fee of like a couple hundred bucks a month, you too can own a, own a fucking sixth of a horse. And that's what he does. He owns a sixth of a horse. And once a week he goes out and he has people take pictures of him riding someone else's fucking steed, and then he tells everybody he's got a horse. Oh, it's a thoroughbred. This is a very special horse. It's very expensive. You, you wouldn't know anything about this life. <laughs> and he gets all shit-faced drunk and sits on his fucking one-sixth horse. He owns, like, that back left leg. He's like, oh! He, like, hugs it and shit. He goes out there, fucking pets that horse, pretending it's his. Aha! Oh, we're gonna head out to the track now. Yeah, me and Butternuts. It's going great. No, it's gone great. I love that. Oh, it's just the horse culture. People don't understand it unless they've got one. Unless you own one, you really don't understand how special it is. You know, there's incredibly intuitive animals. They're very intuitive. This is why they, 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 can, they can read your mind. People who don't own horses, you know, shitty-ass people who can't afford a horse, they don't understand how special the bond you have with the horses. Really? 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 You have the same relationship with your fucking horse that Hunter Biden has with his kids. Fucking shows up once a quarter. Hey, it's your daddy. Daddy's home. Picks him up. Okay, I'll be back next month. That's fucking Cardildo. He's the John. He's he's a fucking uh, Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden of fucking ho horse owners. Give me a break. Uh, I just love owning a horse. Uh Fucking one-sixth horse owner. Jesus Christ, what a dork. Honestly. Starts missing weeks. I can't come by this week. I'm sorry, I don't have the $80 for my horse this week. Like, John, if you don't fucking catch up on this, we're going to take away your one-sixth horse. <laughs> That's fucking brutal, dude. Uh, I told you the simps were down bad. John Cardildo down bad. The simps down bad. Fucking Bill Mitchell can't pay his rent. He's going to have to get an apartment with Cardildo next. And then this happened. Oh, Jesus, hold on. Now, this is this is brutal, but it's, it's even worse than what I'm about to show you. Listen to me. Trump is up six on Biden, according to the Harvard-Harris poll. Now, I'm going to talk about this, and I'm going to get into this, but this isn't really the one I need to focus on, all right? It's actually worse, Okay. This is actually not telling the whole story because there's another story that you don't see in this poll. Uh, let me just scroll down a little bit for you. It's true. According to the Harvard-Harris poll, Trump is kicking the shit out of Biden. But I want to stick with the theme of the day. 
And that includes, oh no, Meatball is down to 9%. 9% Meatball DeSantis. Absolutely brutal. Fucking brutal. Getting absolutely bodied. Meatball getting crushed. Nine fucking percent. Single digits, Ron. Bludgeoned. Bludgeoned. Now, to be fair, Biden's not doing much better. He's fucking cratering quickly. And uh, we're all really shocked about that because he's so spry and energetic and totally not dying. Honestly, from what we've heard, uh, he outworks the 40-year-olds in the White House, which given the people they hired, that actually might be true. But uh, yeah, he, he Biden's having a hell of a time too on his fucking birthday, 81 years young. Thousands of people, persistent, inexplicable agitation can be an early and distressing sign of Alzheimer's disease. Recognizing these symptoms and seeking treatment early is critical. A new study led by Johns Hopkins Medicine and several clinical research partners across the U.S. and Canada is testing a novel therapeutic approach to treat agitation in patients with Alzheimer's disease. For more information, go to AD trial.org or talk to your doctor about it. See if this study can help you. What a stupid son of a bitch. What, what, what? I love your ears. You're getting nervous, man. <laughs> Who the fuck made that? Which one of you made that? Was that Mac? Was that Machiavelli? Who made that one? <laughs> Who made that? Was that the one that Mac sent me? Mac sent me one. I can't remember if that's the I think that's the one he sent me. That was? Oh, that was good. <laughs> All right. Birthday boy getting kicked in the dick. B-Day Blues. Trump takes lead in new poll. Dems hit panic button as Joe turns 81 today. Uh, yeah, this... If you really want to see what real panic looks like in D.C. and in mainstream media, it looks like this. Donald Trump we have at 46%. Biden, 44 and this is significant because this is the first time in the history of our poll that former President Trump beats President Biden still within the margin of error, but still significant. Yeah, in 2019, 2020, when Trump was president, he trailed all of them. This year, he's trailed all of them in our poll. First time in more than a dozen polls, we've seen a result like this. Some of the other ingredients that go into that, Biden has long had an advantage over Trump on likability. Look, at the start of this year, 39% said they had a positive view of Biden, barely 30 of Trump. We've seen consistently a gap like this. Now, the gap is gone. Mm. 36 positive on both, and actually Biden, one point more negative than Trump. That's been a significant advantage for Biden. Our poll says that advantage, at least for now, may be gone. And we talked about younger voters on foreign policy, and it's true on a host of other topics. Disaffected with Joe Biden, we have 46% for Trump, 42% for Biden among the youngest voters. The youngest voters in the 2020 election were Biden plus 26. This could be a massive sea change. And if you take a look here, too, all, everybody sort of says, hey, I'm not too nuts about the possibility of this matchup. So we said, let's measure this one way. And here's how we did it. Biden against an unnamed Republican. This is just a referendum on Biden, basically. And look at this. He goes from being in a, a dogfight with Trump to being double digits wow. behind. But then flip it around. Trump 
against an unnamed Democrat, Trump goes from leading against Biden to being down by six points against the Democrat. Just a fascinating look at the state of the race with just a little under a year to go. Steve Kornacki, great stuff. Thank you Thanks. so much for being here. Okay. <clears throat> Let me explain something that you're seeing here. Democrats are fucked. And this is why. Losing 2024 is going to fuck up your shit short term. It's true. Losing the 18 to 34 age bracket, uh, that fucks up your shit long term. That's where your shit gets ruined long term. I want you to soak this in. Losing to Trump in 24 would be devastating. Losing to Trump in 2024 while losing the 18 to 34 age bracket means you're fucked in perpetuity. Understand something else, and, and uh, my friend Rich Barris has been breaking this down on his, his, uh, his streams that he, that he has. Rich Barris has explained this repeatedly. Democrats who have been uh, rumored to replace Biden pull even worse against Trump. So all of you that think that there's somebody going to ride in on a fucking horse to save Biden and the Dems, you don't understand. They've already baked in replacement candidates. Gavin Newsom does worse against Trump than Biden does. Michelle Obama does worse against Trump than Biden does. All of you that still want to propagate the boogity boogity nonsense of somebody coming in here and saving the Democrat Party haven't done your due diligence. Nobody pulls stronger from the left against Trump than Biden. Let that just soak around in your fucking noodle. They don't have a bench. Stop fucking putting that out there that you're scared. Oh, what about, what about, your whataboutisms are a fucking annoying as shit. Biden is who they're stuck with. Nobody else even gets close to beating Trump. And this motherfucker's down six. They've tried to run the other names. All of you that don't, oh, well, why isn't, uh, you know who could be, uh, you know who could, no, no. Whoever goes out there is going to get butt fucked in front of America. So you might as well make it the sacrificial lamb that is this idiot, Joe Biden. They've already done the numbers. Bur fucking Richard, uh, uh, he, Barris has already talked about this repeatedly. There isn't anybody with enough name recognition or a coalition to push other than Biden in 24. They're in real trouble. They are in real trouble. They're in even more trouble because the Dilly Meme team is still getting warmed up. Neo 1984 brought the heat on this meme.
Well done, Neo. Absolutely killed that. I think that was the, that was the 40s, I believe. Yes? The 1940s? That was such a good video. Yeah, you did a really good job with that one, dude. You need to be proud of that. That's an excellent video. Yeah, that was cool. That was really cool. Wasn't that good? I know. 1940s. All right. Speaking of throwbacks. Speaking of throwbacks. Something big uh, happened yesterday. And President Trump was very quick to congratulate. Because it was a big deal. <clears throat> Javier Malay. 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 On a great race for president of Argentina. The whole world was watching. I am very proud of you. You will turn your country around and truly make Argentina great again. Now, many of you might be wondering, who is this new president of Argentina? And I'm going to tell you, he's based as absolute fuck. He hates the left more than anybody I've seen run for president since Trump. Dude is a savage. Ministerio de Ambiente y Desarrollo Sostenible, afuera. Ministerio de las Mujeres y Género y Diversidad, afuera. Ministerio de Obras Públicas, afuera. Aunque te resistas. Ministerio de Ciencia y Tecnología e Innovación, afuera. Ministerio de Trabajo, Empleo y Seguridad Social, afuera. Ministerio de Educación, Adoctrinamiento, afuera. Ministerio de Transporte, afuera. Ministerio de Salud, afuera. Ministerio de Desarrollo Social, afuera. Se acabó el curro de la política. ¡Viva la libertad, carajo! Dude is based as fuck, okay? I don't know what to tell you. He's based as absolute fuck, and I gotta tell you something else. He's exuberant. He is passionate. But this dude is also smart as fuck. And I'm gonna tell you right now, you need to take the time to read what he's gonna say on these, uh, these fucking, uh, the translation... Because I'm telling you right now, philosophically, his rationale and logic are absolutely rock solid. Que nunca abracen las ideas del socialismo, que nunca se dejen seducir por el canto de las sirenas de la justicia social, que no se dejen atrapar por esa frase nefasta que donde hay una anciana hace un derecho. Pero que eso no se hace solo. Para eso hay que estar preparado y hay que dar la batalla cultural día a día. Y que hay que tener cuidado porque ellos no tienen problema en meterse adentro del Estado y aplicar las técnicas de Gramsci, seduciendo a artistas, seduciendo, o sea, la cultura seduciendo a los medios de comunicación eh, o metiéndose en los contenidos de la educación. Hay que tener mucho cuidado, hay que cortarles el financiamiento y hay que com hacerlos competir a la par. Y al mismo tiempo hay que concientizar a los empresarios de que es necesario que más... Milton Friedman decía que la la función social del empresario era ganar dinero. Bueno, con eso solo no alcanza. Parte de la inversión tiene que ser invertir 
en los defensores de las ideas de la libertad para que los socialistas no puedan avanzar, porque si no lo hacen, ellos se van a meter en el Estado y desde el Estado van a, in, van a imponer una agenda que a la, a, de largo plazo va a terminar destruyendo todo lo que toca. Entonces, ahí digamos, es necesario un fuerte compromiso de todos los creadores de riqueza para luchar contra el socialismo, contra el estatismo y entender que si eso no se hace, los socialistas siempre van a seguir intentando. Porque, ¿cuál es el punto? Como ellos intentan vivir de los demás sin trabajar, ellos son incansables en buscar esto. Porque su leitmotiv en la vida es vivir de los otros. Entonces ellos no ceden nunca en, en, este, en este mecanismo de apropiación de, de la riqueza y del dinero o de la generación de ingresos de otros. Entonces esa batalla tiene que ser dada de manera permanente. No se puede descansar, porque cuando uno descansa, el socialismo avanza. That is some of the realest shit you will ever hear. This dude just articulated why the Dilly Meme team hasn't taken a day off since Joe Biden got his sorry ass into office. This dude just encapsulated everything I've been trying to fucking argue about the culture war in two and a half minutes, and I couldn't be more happy for him. He is dead fucking on right. Now, I have no idea what he's going to be able to implement or how successful he's going to be. But those statements that he just made is absolutely fucking dead on correct. And he just became the first non-communist to run Argentina in 40 fucking years. That matters. Make Argentina great again. I'm fucking here for it. What's the first thing dude said? First thing he says when he gets fucking elected, he immediately says, uh, fucking make America great again, Trump 2024. He went on his social media page. I retweeted him. First thing he did. I'm here for it. Let me tell you what else this does for you as an American. Let's fast forward. Trump gets into office. Yay. Trump fixes the economy. Yay. You're going to want to travel. Dude, you can now probably give him at least a year and a half to get into work. But dude, in the next year and a half, two years, Argentina could be a place you could consider going to. Let's see how he does with the country. But in two years time, you give that guy a little time to work. It may be a place you could actually vacation again. A place that you normally would never fucking want to travel to because of a number of different reasons may in fact be turned around. Give it a couple of years. Let's see if he works. Let's see if he does it. But I'm just telling you, we need allies in the West who believe in America and believe in this kind of culture, capitalism. And uh, shout out to him, dude. Congratulations, bro. One of the things he mentioned, that entrepreneurs, it's not enough to just become wealthy and produce. 
You must also reinvest into freedom, reinvest into capitalism and funding all of those who defend freedom and capitalism. Now you can say you don't like this guy. You can say that you think he's disgusting and vile and wrong. But what you can't say is that he's not based as fuck and not following the tenets of the of those uh of the reinvestment. Andrew Tate, I will advertise X on X. I will literally promote your own platform on this platform a million dollars a month. You don't need other advertisers. Simply know, let me know where to pay Elon Musk. This tweet prompted several others from other patriotic, freedom-loving accounts who were committing similar, not similar amounts, but their own amounts. A million a month from Andrew Tate towards maintaining freedom on X. This is how you actually bludgeon the left globally. You fund it. You fund it. And this is how you can beat them. More people doing this is a good thing. This is huge. Because once you replace the giant mega corporations and conglomerates and their bullshit ad spend, it breaks the chains permanently of X and Twitter. And all of a sudden, Elon Musk can tell them all to fuck off. And once that happens, oh, daddy-o, we actually might save this fucking planet after all. You very well might. You got a shot. You got a shot. Well done, Tate. Seriously. Should be proud of that one. That's a good thing. That's a very good thing. Then this happened. Donald Trump won the endorsement of Texas Governor Greg Abbott at an event near the U.S.-Mexico border on Sunday. These are some of my favorite clips of President Trump in years. I loved them when he was president. I loved them as a candidate. I loved them in 2016 when it was him on the ground at Hurricane in Houston uh, giving out supplies when he wasn't even the president yet. DJT in Texas with our border patrol and law enforcement and military. Absolutely amazing. I will never not love.
clips of President Trump serving up Thanksgiving or Christmas food to our military and uh, Border Patrol. with everybody dude deal with everybody they told him to speed up he's like no they told him to stop shaking hands he said no I don't care I'm hanging out I'm with my people I'm serving up Thanksgiving dinner I'm taking pictures I'm signing hats and uh, I'm happy as can be and it's one of my favorite things to see Trump do there's nobody better at retail politics than Donald Trump because he's authentic. Dude, that's so fucking cool. Can you imagine being served Thanksgiving dinner by Donald J. Trump? What a gift. What a gift. And then he wasn't done. He was uh, giving speeches as well. Absolutely fabulous. What a great day for the state of Texas. And you're not going to have to worry about the border anymore, Governor. Your people have been so incredible. You're not going to have to worry about the border in Texas or in Arizona or anywhere else where it's such a complete disaster. So I just want to thank everybody for being here. Tremendous people, tremendous state. We love it very much. And I'm honored by the governor's endorsement. That's a big endorsement. He's not, you know, he's not free and easy with endorsements. You look at his record. You don't do too many endorsements. I have to tell you that, governor. So this meant a lot to me. And it's an honor to have come here and to accept it. And it's an honor to be with everybody today. And we are going to go out and we're going to make America great again. It's very simple. We're going to make America great again. Thank you. Thank you very much. Such a boss. A tremendous honor to get that endorsement in particular because he really stepped up. He stepped up to the plate. He's doing the job of what the federal government is supposed to be doing. And I'm just telling you, Mr. Governor, I am going to make your job much easier. You'll be able to focus on other things in Texas. We love Texas. And uh, what they've done is very unfair. They've given the job of the job to you, it's a job of security for our country. It's a job of stopping an invasion because it's an invasion. And you've done a great job. And thank you very much for the endorsement, Greg. I appreciate it very much. Thank you. It's a great honor. Well, I've been here many times. I would say Biden's probably been here. Never. Okay. He said he was here once, but they're trying to figure out when because it went so quickly. But uh, maybe not. And, you know, the person who's in charge of it, Kamala, uh, she's never been here. And you can't be doing your job if you never see your, your site, your problem. And they're not doing their job. And they're not doing a job in many ways with the economy. They're not doing the job. They're not doing it with security. When you look at Afghanistan, I think it was the most embarrassing moment in the history of our country. I think we've never had anything like that where they gave up. $85 billion worth of brand new, beautiful equipment that I bought, by the way. 
We rebuilt our entire military. We gave you the greatest tax cuts ever, greatest, the greatest everything, greatest regulation cuts. We had the greatest economy we've ever had. But they gave up $85 billion worth of brand new, beautiful equipment. They gave so much. And then you had the death of those incredible warriors. They were warriors, great people. I've gotten to know the parents so well over the last year and a half. Incredible people. The parents are devastated because it should have never happened. Should have never happened. And on top of that, we left many people behind, as you know. You've been hearing about it. But I think it was the most embarrassing moment in the history of our country. So many bad things have happened under the Biden administration. I can't think of anything good. I mean, usually there'll be an administration that there's something positive happens, something good happens, there's nothing good happened. The economy is no good. The inflation is the worst ever. We were energy independent just three years ago. We were soon going to be energy dominant. And now we have we get our oil from Venezuela. How about that one? We get it from Venezuela instead of the beautiful stuff. And that's tar. I say we get our tar from Venezuela, not good stuff. And, uh, you know, we refine it, though. If you believe in what goes up into the air, we refine it in a place called Houston. So we get everything the worst. But nothing good has happened in this administration, and we're going to change it. We're going to change it very fast. I want to thank a friend of mine and somebody I got to know very well. He's a warrior. He's an incredible man, Brandon Judd, who really has. DJT, you love to see it. You also love a good fucking meme. It's our final battle. Mega. Made America great again. I am your retribution. Mega. Now arrives the hour of action. Mega. Make America great again. I am your retribution. Now arrives the hour of action. Mega. Oh, that's just good fun right there. That's just good fun right there. I love it. I love it. DJT getting that endorsement, doing what he needs to do. Dilly meme team hammering home that point. All right. Let's see what else we got here. What other stuff do I got here? I got more Trump. I got more Trump in, uh, in Iowa. Which this was fun because he cleared up some things that we'd wondered about. And he was having a good time doing it. Uh, for example, uh, like this. Remember that? He was a quid pro quo. Nobody knew what it meant. Adam Shifty Shift with a neck like a pencil. He's got. I said, how does he, how does he hold up that fat, ugly face with a neck? With a neck? Pencil neck. We call him pencil neck. What a dishonest guy. It's true. Adam Schiff is a pencil neck, and he also is a fucking weirdo. Uh, but President Trump wasn't done uh, triggering the DeSantards. Russia, Russia, Russia. Remember that? He was with four hookers. You think that was good that night to go up and tell my wife, it's not true, darling. I love you very much. 
It's not true. Actually, that one she didn't believe because she said he's a germaphobe. He's not into that, you know? He's not into golden showers, as they say they call that. He's not. I don't like that idea. No, I didn't. I thought that would be a big problem. I was going to have a rough night, but that one she was very good on. She said, no, that you're okay on that one. Bro, before I even did the Dilly Show, back in the fucking day, when the dossier, the PP dossier came out, I literally did an entire Periscope ranting about the fact that Donald John Trump is a germaphobe and that the idea that he would let hookers piss on him was patently retarded. That was literally before he even was sworn in in 2017, I was on Twitter posting videos ranting about how retarded the fucking premise was because the guy absolutely fucking hates germs. Donald Trump didn't even like shaking hands before he became a candidate because he doesn't like germs. God bless him, dude. He's so fucking funny. He's just so Trump, man. Like, he's just, this is what he does. And, uh, and he was having fun in Iowa uh, I think he feels comfortable among uh, Iowans. I think he knows that that's a state that loves him. And uh, I think he loves him right back. Thank you very much. This is really what our country is all about. We're going to bring it back. We're going to bring it back from hell because right now we're in hell. And a big hello to Iowa. You've been tremendous. We have uh, all victories in Iowa, primary victories, election victories. We had them in other states also, but they didn't count them. But uh, we had them in Iowa, and I want to just tell you I'm really honored. Uh, this great turnout. This is a beautiful section. They said, they said you broke the all-time record in this building, so that's pretty good. But I'm thrilled to be back with thousands of proud, hard-working American patriots in the heartland of America. It really is. It's incredible people. You built, you built this country. Let me begin by wishing everyone a very happy Thanksgiving. It's happening very soon. And think of this. We're just 58 days away from Iowa's first-in-the-nation caucuses. And who do you think uh, kept you first in the nation? I wonder who. With not a lot of help from other people, but we kept you first in the nation. On Monday, January 15th, we're going to win the Iowa caucuses. We're going to crush crooked Joe Biden next November. And we're going to very simply make America great again. Goddamn right, DJT. And as if that wasn't enough uh, energy for you guys, President Trump, 10 minutes ago, truthed out California's latest meme. <laughs> Hold up. Which one was this? Did I play this already? Did I already play this one? I don't even know if I got a chance to play it and Trump already fucking ruined the surprise. Did I even get a chance to play this yet? 
Is this a new, is this a different one? Mike just got trumped again. Okay, this is the one that I played earlier, yes? <laughs> oh, that's gonna leave a mark. That's gonna leave a fucking mark. Ouch. Ouch. McAlifornia. <laughs> All these memes that Mike's been making, dunking on DeSantis and Kim Reynolds. And he just stays at it. And everybody goes, why do you keep making those? It's like, dude, because you guys don't understand. It's literally, this is literally Mike loading uh, fucking ammo into Trump's war cannon so that DJT can decide when he wants to launch him. That's what this is. You just load it in. You go, here you go, Mr. President. There's another one in case you want to, if you feel like slapping the shit out a little desanctimonious and Kim Reynolds, here you go. <laughs> that's fucking great. Oh, that's just me. That warms my cockles. That really does. Oh, Dilly Meme Team stays winning. You know who else stays winning? My good friend, Little. With an absolutely incredible meme, dude. Good job, buddy. Seriously, the, the, the fucking Dilly 300 are going to love this. Real quick, Larry, can you sort of outline for our viewers what happens if we get this Bidenomics for another four more years? Oh. Six trillion of spending, and he's saying, I want to spend more. Just really explain to people, he slowed our growth down. When that compounds over time, what happens in this country? Well, it's a great point. Look, at, uh, if, you tr if, you tr if you trend this out, you're looking at more and more stagnant growth. Look, go back in time. Since the election, we have created 2.4 million new jobs. Hey, hey, I've seen this one. I've seen this one. This is a classic. After years and years of wage stagnation, we are finally seeing rising wages. Unemployment claims have hit a 45-year low. African-American unemployment stands at the lowest rate ever recorded. Small business confidence is at an all-time high. The stock market has smashed one record after another, gaining $8 trillion and more in value in just this short period of time. The great news for Americans, 401k, retirement pension, and college savings accounts have gone through the roof. We enacted the biggest tax cuts and reforms in American history. Now the first $24,000 earned by a married couple is completely tax-free. We also doubled the child tax credit. A typical family of four making $75,000 will see their tax bill reduced by $2,000, slashing their tax bill in half. And millions of Americans will have more take-home pay starting next month. A lot more. These changes alone are estimated to increase average family income by more than $4,000. A lot of money. This, in fact, is our new American moment. There has never been a better time to start living the American dream. So to every citizen watching at home tonight, no matter where you've been or where you've come from, this is your time. If you work hard, if you believe in yourself, 
you believe in America, then you can dream anything. You can be anything. And together, we can achieve absolutely anything. done little 2024 is our final battle with you at my side we will demolish the deep state we will expel the warmongers from our government we will drive out the globalists we will cast out the communists marxists and fascists we will throw off the sick political class that hates our country we will rout the fake news media we will evict joe biden from the white house and we will finish the job once and for all. And then my friend, Phantom Shadow, made a meme that is absolutely what's going to trounce Joe Biden. And they, uh, the liberal left doesn't even realize it yet. This is how you steal a huge chunk of Democrats, all of the young people, and a shit ton of independent voters right here. This is it right here. Forget everything else. I support Donald Trump because I support world peace. I don't support warmongers. I don't support people who start unnecessary conflicts and wars. I am voting for the peacetime president because I don't want to see young people die in unnecessary conflict. That is the most winning and simple message of 2024. What are Gen Z about? What are millennials about? They are about peace. You can say what you want about them. You can dog on them all you want, but they are legitimately believers in peace. They are believers in community. Do they know how to achieve either of them? No, they're young and stupid, but they do believe in this. This is something that's very important to most millennials and especially Gen Z. Don't have to get complicated with what your, your slogan is or your sales pitch for Trump. I'm for peace, man. I'm all about peace. It's a great fucking, uh, it's a great meme. And uh, it's not complicated. It's very simple. It's very to the point and it works. The, the talk of peace and prosperity is popular all over the globe. And that's why Argentina was able to elect the man they just did. Bueno, lo primero que tenemos que entender es que el Estado no es la solución. El Estado es el Like 
Here's the meme hack for the Dilly Show. If you include Cypress Hill in your meme, I, it's going to get played. Do you understand me? If you if you put Cypress Hill underneath your meme, I'm going to fucking play it, okay? And I'm probably going to sing along to it as we all sit here watching. <laughs> oh, daddy-o. Well done, Mo. You should be proud of that one, bud. You're on a heater there, dude. Good for you. Good for you. You know who else was on a heater? A bunch of the Dilly Meme team who uh, I want to say they grabbed the 50s. I think this is the 50s, and I absolutely love this meme. Remember, we had our time capsule memes. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, tonight, live from Arnold's Drive-In and Milwaukee Fried Chicken Stand, You Wanted to See It brings you one of the most exciting events it's ever been our privilege to bring. Monday, Monday, happy days. Monday, Wednesday, happy days. Thursday, Friday, Sky, hello blue. There's nothing can hold me when I hold you. You feel so right, you can't be wrong. Rocking and rolling all week long. These days are on. heater who was that who was who made that one was that jay scott who else worked on that thing you guys did a great job dude i love it that's a fun one who worked on this one who worked on this one was this jay scott who else was working on this thing oh you and hugh jay scott and hugh white well done fellas good job well done, Hugh White. Well, well done, Jay Scott. I like it. So that means we still have, we've got 60s and 70s left. 60s, 70s, 90s. 20s and 30s, right? So we still have five more we got to get done. But we got the 80s done. We got the 40s done and the 50s done. Well done. Got to stay with them. I, I love it. I love the nostalgic memes. They're highly effective messaging. 
highly effective. You can dog on the young generations all you want, but the young generations are going to put Trump back in the White House. Gen Z and millennial adults are having a hard time achieving the same milestones their parents did when they first ventured out into the workforce, such as finding a job, getting promoted, or buying a house. No shock there. We all knew that. We know it's harder than ever for young people starting out to get a leg up. That's okay, young people. DJT's going to be back in the White House. We're going to make America great again, and you will have a chance to prosper and build a life. Be patient. Promote Trump. Vote Trump. Save America. Save your own livelihoods. It's going to be great. All right, I'm out of time. I got a shitload going on today, and I'm super excited about that. It's also Thanksgiving week. You should all be thrilled. We'll have some Thanksgiving memes. As you guys all know, Dilly does not take any days off the week of Thanksgiving. I will be here on Thanksgiving Day to help you trigger your family members. It's one of my favorite pastimes is doing the Dilly Show on Thanksgiving Day while my wife and kids are all cooking dinner and uh, baking and making fun foods and everything else in between. I like to sit in front of my camera and trigger the fuck out of your family. It's going to be absolutely hysterical. It is every single year. So I'll be here every day this week. God bless you. God bless America. And God bless our president, Donald J. Trump. I am author Brendan Dilly, And I'll see all of you tomorrow at 12 p.m. Eastern for another episode of The Dilly Show. Until then, let's keep taking it all back. Have a wonderful Monday, everybody. But there is no way. This is the United States of America. We're not giving up our sovereignty to anybody. Fuck that. We came too close. Now we're going back the other direction. We're not going to get calmer as years go by. We're going to get more fired up. We're going to want more. I want more. This culture war, you fucking idiots, is not, is not something about the just, oh, the next re-election. We want it all back. We want our schools back. We want our education. We want our higher education back. We want our banking back. We want our celebrity fucking entertainment industries back. We want our music back. We want our sports back. We're fighting for all of it. I won't stop until we have every fucking aspect of Americanism back and actually representing America. We're raising an entire generation of patriots right behind us who have the exact same attitude and thoughts and approach. We're raising children. You're aborting them, we're raising them. And we're raising them to vote. We're raising them to recognize bullshit. We're training them to not trust the, the uh, government or the media. We're training them in weapons. We're training them in free speech. We're not a fucking thing the left can do about it. We're not going away. This is only the beginning. Globalism was a failed idea. That was the George Bush era Republican, rhino, sellout, scumbag, globalist approach to things. This is a new America. This is a new America that resembles the old America, except for with a lot more wisdom. And you're just gonna have to get used to it, lefties. We're not going anywhere. <laughs>